Hello you lovely lots and welcome to series three of The Independent Spouse. It is so good to be back after what has been an incredibly busy summer, but I am so chuffed to be able to share with you some stories from some amazing guests. First off, I have been talking to the brilliant Susie from Mothers of Enterprise. It's just making women realise that even though the military spouse with what is usually, like I say, a negative kind of connotation that runs along with that, if they allow it, it can be the making of them. Like it can force you out your comfort zone. And I always say the very best things in life are outside of your comfort zone. So being a military spouse for me has totally made my career. It hasn't meant that I've dampened my ambitions. It hasn't meant that I've kind of put my my desires and goals aside just to be a wife and, and a mum. It's actually been the making of me. And so yeah, I really would love women to just realize that they just kind of allowed themselves to entertain thoughts outside of their norm they might be pleasantly surprised with what they find. Susie and I had a really good chat together and the episode that follows is chock full of business inspiration and help and all about mothers of enterprise it's a really good episode so I hope you enjoy it but before we dive in I need to tell you about a very special event that is happening this week. This Wednesday on the 11th of September, the very first virtual networking event is happening live. If you haven't already signed up, do not worry, there is still time to join in. Just head over to www.theindependentspouse.co.uk forward slash virtual networking and register today. It's going to be really good. I'm really excited. And it is a great free event where you can connect with other military spouses and partners in business. So definitely check it out. But now, without any further delays, I am very chuffed to bring you the start of Series 3 with Susie from Mothers of Enterprise. Hello Susie and thank you so much for joining me today. Hi Jess, thank you so much for having me on. It's very, very exciting. Oh, it is. I'm so excited to talk to you. Um, So, I'm sure lots of people have heard about Mothers of Enterprise. It's an amazing platform, but for those who might have missed it, please could you tell me about your company and why you believe it's so important? Oh, I could talk about this for hours. So Mothers of Enterprise is on a unstoppable mission to empower and educate and inspire mums wanting to build a really successful business, um, but not just the business side, also a really healthy, fulfilling, happy lifestyle all whilst raising a happy little family. Um, so yeah, we are nearly a year in, which I can't quite believe. I still feel like it started last week. Um, and we're building up an amazing community, the Mothers of Enterprise Society. It's completely free. Um, and we are creating some digital business courses, again, designed specifically for the tired, exhausted, limited time mums um, to kind of take all the guesswork out of business. And also, most importantly, kind of creating the entrepreneur mindset um, that is required for being in business. And why is it about mums? So somebody who does not have children, but still runs my own business, um, who's equally um, exhausted, actually, funny you should say that. Um, But I have loads of time to be selfish to work on my business. So what is it about mums in business that you really want to um, help them with? 
It started when I, um, well, my, my idea for starting the business came from running my um, other business called Mama and Belle Teething Jewelry, where we manufacture and design baby safe jewelry for mums. Um, and I was very open about my stories, military wife, and obviously as a mum, and the business was growing whilst I was having children and feeding them and dealing with all the, the newborn chaos that comes with kids. Um, and I was getting messages and emails, um, comments on the daily from women going, how are you doing this? How are you managing life with children, Atle growing a business? Um, how are you managing the exhaustion that comes with it and still being able to focus on something? Um, and I just realized there was this huge gap in the market for concise, actionable, experienced advice. I think there's so much content out there. We're living in a world now where there's just endless content and courses and coaching programs and masterminds and eBooks and all these kinds of wonderful things. Um, but they all kind of go, yeah, here's the ebook, which is like 900 pages or this course, which is nine months long and requires you to sit down for two hours every evening. Um, and they're all amazing and I'm sure very, very high quality. But when you are a mum and your limited time is, is beyond limited, you literally might have 10 to 20 minutes an entire day just to yourself. You need someone to get information across to you in as quick as time possible. Um, I think if you just scroll Facebook or look at some blog posts and you see there's really catchy titles like the worst things to be doing on Instagram right now and you go oh yeah I need to learn about that but it ends up being kind of a, a 60 page blog piece with like one piece of actionable content at the end um, so we wanted to take that away so even though we are aimed at mums we are aimed for the person who wants to get the best quality information um, the most actionable information in the quickest amount of time so no fluff no filler just straight to the point which sounds brilliant because you're right it's so many things being thrown at me as a business owner so how can I access it we have the Mothers of Enterprise Society, which is a totally free Facebook group. Um, and then we've got our society email newsletter, which goes out, should be on the weekly. But again, we only put information out if we know it's really, really good quality. So sometimes it might be twice a month. Um, and then on the website, you can download tons of business freebies um, and also enroll in our courses. And I should add that although we are Mothers of Enterprise, we have so many women in the group who aren't mums. Um, with no plans on being mums, they just value the, the quick, concise, actionable content and the community that we've built, which is pretty amazing. So it's all done online. So wherever I end up being posted, I can still get involved with it. Uh, absolutely. It's one of my biggest requirements because like, I had my first child when we were posted in St. Athens, South Wales, and we moved down now by seven and a half months pregnant. So I had no time to build up any kind of friendship group and community. My family was all three to four hours away. Um, and my other half of my family are still back in South Africa. So any kind of support network was just gone. Um, and I started Mummer and Bell whilst we were living there. And I would see these great networking events or training events in London. And I was like, my husband's away. I've got this five month old baby who like feeds every two seconds. Like I can't be in those places. I can't take her with me and prams and like nine changing bags and like, sorry, I've got to stop and feed mid pitch. Um, and so I really wanted to create a place and moms can access at three in the morning, 6am in the afternoon for five minutes for two hours and I'll be there waiting for you um, rather than another thing on your list that you have to try and attend and be around for and especially for us military wives who who knows where we're going to be next month um so internet that can be accessible online and or from your phone was something I really really wanted to build which is brilliant and you've got what 500 women in your community yeah halfway to 600 now which is exciting gosh that is and is that your favorite part your community or um what is it about your business that you love so much 
Oh, such a good question. I do love the community. Um, it's hard work these days building a Facebook group because there are just new ones starting like every two minutes. Um, but we've stuck with it and we've really listened to the group and, and kind of grown as evolved as they have. So yeah, I love being in there. I love seeing the support they offer. Like I can see a post go out and I don't have to jump in anymore and, and respond because there's 10 other women jumping in and, and responding and helping and supporting. Um, like even direct competitors essentially are supporting and, and, and helping each other, which absolutely love I think women supporting each other is just an absolute crucial requirement in the modern day business age but my absolute favorite is if I've just come off a, a coaching call mentoring session um, or someone just completed our mindset course it's those emails that come in afterwards that are these amazing women kind of spilling their hearts to me in an email of how it's changed their lives and how it's been on a new direction or how it's give them a sense of happiness and fulfillment again and just realizing that the mission that I kind of imagined the business would have is actually coming to fruition and it's really really genuinely impacting people um, and helping these amazing women realize their potential realize their confidence and just making them feel unstoppable which yeah absolute favorite part of it oh I love that it's the same with the independent spouse um because I was slugging away and working really hard on it and um but if you focus on your why and focus on the reason you're doing it and then when you get that feedback it's just so wonderful so good it just like it makes my heart just do the little happy dance like I can have had the worst day and I have everything going wrong and I'll get one little message and one little email about someone who's been positively touched by what I'm doing with Mo and it's like oh Best day ever. <laughs> Love it. Oh, it does. It makes such a difference. Um, so you've mentioned a little bit about changing um, mother's mindset to think more about business. You have a free course. Is that right? I do. So when I started Mother's Enterprise, I assumed like everyone's biggest problem was going to be website, SEO, branding. How do I get good PR and all that kind of thing? Um, but just being in the society and listening to people's comments and, and their feedback, the biggest problem wasn't kind of lack of business knowledge or know-how, but that was still obviously an issue. The biggest problem was their mindsets. And as a kind of self-proclaimed self-development kind of addict for the last decade within the, the mindset arena, I just thought I would not thought I knew that there was just no ways, no matter how good your business is, how good your product or your service is, if the person behind it, if the foundations of the business is wobbly in the sense of they haven't got confidence in themselves, they don't truly believe in what they're doing, they just think they're capable of, of huge success, um, or they have quite a few limiting beliefs about money and about what they're worth, it's just not gonna happen. It's gonna be one of those uphill battles and as why I think so many businesses, I think the latest stats is nine out of 10 businesses fail in the first year. Um, people go into it thinking, yeah, business is, is kind of going to be like on the job. Like you'll just go at it until it starts working. And they don't realize that business is really, really hard. Like I, I will never sugarcoat it. Entrepreneurship, starting a business, running a business, growing a business is really hard work. And there are days where you're going to want to hide under your desk and cry like a baby. You need to have that, that tenacity and that drive. And like you say, you have to know your deep why as to why you're doing it, because otherwise you're going to be in, in that 90% that fail in the first year. I don't want to see these women sacrificing so much time and energy into building something that is almost inevitably going to end up not succeeding. Um, and that's when I realized that the mindset issue had to be addressed. And not in like a woo-woo, it's all about the law of attraction, nothing else kind of a way, though we do talk about that. I would talk about the science behind it because there is so much like making your brain cells ache 
science coming out now um, to try and get your head around the understanding of of how these different, yeah, I guess laws you can say work and how our mindset affects our lives and our thought affects our lives and our our words can affect things and the power of speech and everything like, like on ourselves and our bodies and let alone like our reality and what we attract into our life. And so I created this mindset course, a big kind of flagship for Mo is the Success and Happiness Mindset Academy which is a big seven-part course. I say it's big. It's in bite-sized little chunks, obviously. Seven-part course, which takes you through what mindset really means, um, the law of attraction from kind of from the woo-woo perspective and from the scientific perspective, all through to goal setting and then implementation of how to take all these new tools you just learned into everyday life as a busy, overwhelmed person and actually create the lasting change. Because what I never want to do is create courses or content which provide like a little shots of happiness and motivation you feel really good for the next three days and then you kind of default back into your usual ways so I really wanted to kind of hit home on the implementation and, and kind of creating these new habits to create lasting change and lasting success but with that course even though it's been a huge success I realized there was a slight kind of barrier of entry because a lot of women just thought oh it's just one of those kind of like Tony Robbins type seminars where you go and you get really hyped up for 24 hours and that's kind of it nothing against Tony Robbins love him but they kind of they didn't kind of realize the value and like can their mindset really have an impact on their business or on their bodies or on their life like let's be real and so I created a completely free five-part little course which comes into your inbox bright and early for five days again a little video course that is a 10 to 15 minutes long just explaining a bit more and kind of as a introduction into your mindset and the power of mindset um, and then people do like that and think, actually, I might be onto something and have the option of enrolling onto our, our big course. And mindset, it does, it makes such a difference with business, I have found. I never used to believe in it. I used to think it was all like woo-woo, like you said. Um, <laughs> and then I just tried it. And actually, it turns out it's not that painful. And things do sort of start falling into place. So I would definitely suggest people um, checking it that out and, and, and trying it and seeing what it's like. But the mindset of the military spouse um, is what I want to talk about next. So I think that mothers probably have the same thing where you sort of um, lose your role in life when you become a military spouse Absolutely. and you move into this, well, you, some of us choose to move into this patch life and this world of being somebody's wife, but you married a civilian, I have heard. I, I did. I was lured into it. He, um, he did. So my lovely husband um, and I had a company together, actually. We had a personal training and physiotherapy company in Oxfordshire. Um, we had a great team of physios and PTs and through some what we'll look back now and say divine intervention. He ended up being a, a locum physio at Bryce for a little while, which kind of turned into a, from a three-month contract into a two-year contract. And then ended up at Cranwell doing theory officers training before I knew it. And although like, I was a, a South African Air Force kid growing up, I'm a daughter of a pilot. So I never had any plans to become a Royal Air Force wife. And I said, my, my career, my job was a personal trainer. I was a corrective exercise specialist. I had a really, really good company covering all of Oxford. I had a great team. And then I came home after officer's training and went, we're going to Portsmouth. And we were there for a couple of months before we came home. We're going to St. Athens. <laughs> and I realized that my life, as I knew it, kind of had come to an end, as in uh, the ambition that I had to build a personal training career and, and sort of as a rehabilitation therapist and that line had, it, it, it wasn't going to be happening. It wasn't going to be crossing over into my, my military life, um, starting a service-based business every two years or less in some cases. I think our, our longest, our shortest posting was 15 months. 
it's not feasible. And then plus we had kids on the way. So I just thought I needed something that, that can, that, that's moving friendly, that can kind of go all over the country and, and potentially world with us. Um, but I do think as military spouses, there's a very negative connotation attached to who we are as dependents. And for me, like I'm, I'm a very much a, a glass half full kind of girl. I'm annoyingly optimistic, which usually drives my poor husband mad, especially when I'm right. That really gets to him. Bless him. Um, but he has come over to my, my optimistic side of life now. But I'm, I'm always looking for the, the best in, in a situation. And so when I realized that this military spouse life thing was my new life, it actually opened me up to opportunities and ways of, ways of thinking that I would never have entertained had we continued our, our, our life um, in the civil world. So I really want to kind of use my experience of, of my last well, nearly eight years as military wife as a bit of inspiration for military spouses. It's been my most successful eight years of my life. Like I say, it's opened me up to opportunities that have completely changed the trajectory of my life in the best way possible. So yeah, so in December, um, just last year, was December, yes, I had the greatest honour of um, winning the Military Partner in Business Award for the Heropreneurs inaugural award ceremony, which was absolutely amazing. And one of those moments where I don't actually remember it happening. And thanks to you filming at the event, I actually know it happened. Um, <laughs> and at the end, they kind of took me out to a little filming area and going, what does this mean to you? And I thought, like, again, at the time, I didn't actually know what I was saying at the time. But looking back, and I was like, yes, that's exactly what I wanted to say. So that's good. Yeah, it's just making women realize that even though the military spouse with what is usually, like I say, a negative kind of connotation that runs along with that, if they allow it, it can be the making of them. Like it can force you out your comfort zone. And I always say the very best things in life are outside of your comfort zone. So being a military spouse for me has totally made my career. It hasn't meant that I've dampened my ambitions. It hasn't meant that I've kind of put my, my desires and goals aside just to be a wife and, and a mum. It's actually been the making of me. And so, yeah, I really would love women to just realise that they just kind of allow themselves to entertain thoughts outside of their norm. They might be pleasantly surprised with what they find. Yeah, I say this a lot, but if I think that if we can send the person that we love the most into a war zone, where it's dangerous and horrible things can happen. Actually, doing brave things in business isn't that much of a leap. Oh, absolutely. And it is, and, it, and business is all about trial and error. And at the end of the day, some things don't work, some things do work, and you just have to go with it. And we are in a unique situation where we can try stuff and we can, you know, build transient businesses if we choose to. But I have had those horrible days where I have become a military wife and I have left my friends and my family and it's a never-ending rainy day in February. Have you had those days and what would you say to somebody that might be feeling like that and how can they get on with it and feel empowered and inspired to take advantage of this military life? Oh such a good question and yes my goodness I have my grey dreary just go away world days Um, and something again I speak about in the mindset course because women kind of would kind of see me in the Mother's Enterprise Society, doing my live trainings, and I'm always quite chirpy. I, that is my my nature. And they would kind of email me going, oh, I feel really bad. You always look so upbeat and lively, and I just feel awful. Um, how do you maintain that state constantly? I'm like, I don't maintain the state constantly at all. Like, it's a choice I have to make. And that's, that's what people don't realize. Like, happiness, as annoying as it is to hear, it is a choice. And it's something that you've got to choose to want to have and choose to want to be. 
and to also allow yourself to have kind of glum days like we aren't meant to be chirpy and upbeat and happy and everything 24 7 and especially for us ladies when we got hormones at play like you can't always be top of the world lively and energetic 24 7 so there's kind of a a two-way approach it's to acknowledge that some days you're just not going to feel amazing and you can feel a bit down and a bit moody it's absolutely fine it's when it starts rolling into days um, and weeks and you really haven't felt really truly happy in a while and the advice I usually give out and it sounds cliche because it's, it's something that I feel like everyone's giving out in the mindset arena is just look around at your life and and find 10 things to be truly like from the bottom of your heart grateful for and they can be really trivial things like my family produce washing by the minute like I swear I do three loads of washing and I walk upstairs and it's full again and then no one's even in the house so I don't think I feel like it's some sort of magical curse on my laundry basket and there are days where I get so cross with this. I feel like I'm running two companies here and I'm running the household and I'm full-time mom and this is too much to do. And then I'm like, hang on, there are people in the world who haven't got washing machines. The people in the world who haven't got enough clothes to warrant washing them. Like, how lucky am I that I've got all these clothes from my family? They're all so well-dressed and I'm able to wash them in this fancy pants washing machine and hang them up in my beautiful garden with the washing line in the sunshine. Like, that's like we're really, really lucky and blessed to have a washing machine in the house. And it's those little, tiny little, like, say that it, it, it sounds trivial. Like people always think like your gratitude list should be like, I'm grateful for the 10,000 pounds I found on the street earlier. And I'm grateful for my Ferrari outside or these really big kind of occasions that happen in my life. But it's the tiny things. It's the fact that you can pick up your phone and go on the internet. Um, it's the fact that you are healthy, that you are able to walk into your kitchen and get food that you can turn your tap on and get clean water. And it's kind of, it just changes where your focus is. Because when you're in that gloomy state, everything's wrong with the world. Everything's wrong with who you are. Everything's wrong with your body. Everything's wrong with your house, your marriage, or your husband's X, Y, and Z. And it's just, it's, and again, it's a conscious choice that has to happen. And it's just flipping it over and going, actually, let's look at what's really great here. And as soon as you do that, you get different hormones and chemicals getting released from your brain. And suddenly you kind of done a natural pick me up. Other than that, I always recommend exercise. I know it's kind of like my default personal trainer coming out there, but yeah, there, there is endless research of what exercise can do to your serotonin and all your other wonderful happy hormones. So if I'm gloomy, it's a 20 minute hit workout and then just sitting and just going, you know what, I've got a pretty great life. Sure, it's a magnolia palace in Brides, which I don't love right now for a married quarter, um, but it's a house. Like That's really amazing. Uh, and it keeps my family warm and safe and I'm grateful for that. And it's just, yeah, it's, just, it's choosing to go into the positive when you do feel like you're kind of spiraling into a little negative hole of, of moaning. Yeah. And being kind to yourself and knowing that there are other people Absolutely. that have felt like this. Um, and it's, it's okay. It's going to be okay in the end. Um, yeah, and if absolutely. You do need, if you do need support and you think that, that it's, it's more than just feeling a bit gloomy. Um, I have been reliably informed by all the families federations that if you contact them, they, provide support not just for the serving personnel um oh, which I didn't know before so that's really important I think that I need to share that at that point um so military community we love it I am a big admirer of military spouses as you know especially the ones in business that are achieving amazing things those that are building projects people like you Susie I think you're ace um are there any particular spouses that you have found that have supported you or are really interesting to you you know what I would say the military community at large. Um, 
We've been at five different bases now, um, of, of which every single one I've started a business um, or kind of brought a business with me to grow. And I think it's amazing how, especially the fellow wives, um, just embrace each other. Like, I don't know where else you find that in the world. And definitely not to be street, but you can land on the street. Like your whole life gets picked up and dumped in a new location on a new street, new house. And within days, you've got barbecue invites and tea party and coffee mornings and let's go shopping and let's do this. Um, and I wouldn't have been able to get through the last couple of years, especially when I've had two businesses going on um, and two busy little girls um, without that support. And like neighbors saying, yeah, just put the girls over the, over the fence into their garden, good old chicken wire, fences for military gardens, and let them play there. You go and have an hour up, up in your office. So yeah, it's just every, every friend I've had, again, it might not be people you would necessarily, if you met in Sibby Street, that you would become best friends with, but you just, you come together as a community and realizing we're all in this kind of rough boat. Like it's not the perfect lifestyle by any means. Um, and everyone is like, yeah, we're now friends. This is how we do it. We do life together now and I will help and support you in any way you need. And yeah, that's, that's, it's been really inspiring just seeing women just step up and be there for each other instantly. Like literally 24 hours, you've got a new community with you. And I think that's really, really amazing. And something I'm partly dreading when my hubby one day leaves the RAF. I'm like, where's my instant friends going to be when I move into my forever home? Like, are people just going to come into my house and bring me cake like they do in the military? Uh, so yeah, I think that's an amazing element of military life. It is, and my most favourite part of military life, I think, especially because my husband is always operational, always deployed. And I spent most of the last, gosh, 10 years by myself. And without without those people, just somebody you can knock on the door for a cup of tea, I, gosh, we well, I definitely wouldn't be with my husband. Um, and that would be such a shame because, you know, we're quite a good team. But um, yeah, patch life and having military spouse pals um, makes such a difference. So moving back into business again, and because this podcast is all about inspiring people, what would be your best business tips for somebody that's starting out or in the middle of running their business? I was just asked this question recently on an interview. Um, and my number one is always, like mentioned earlier, you have to know your why. And I think that's for anything in life. If you're starting a new exercise regime or a new job, or you're thinking about a new business, you have to know your deep rooted why you're doing it. Dean Graziosi says you have to ask yourself why seven times um, to kind of get your deep why. So whatever your answer is, ask why again for that answer and keep going deeper and deeper and deeper until you get to kind of your kind of in the heart feels reason why you're doing something. Because like I said earlier, business is hard and there really are times where you want to go you know what this is too much like I can't do this anymore it's too hard it's too difficult it's too stressful it's too overwhelming and everything in you will be screaming walk away like any sensible person now would just throw the towel in and I'll be okay and walk away but when you know in your heart why you're doing something and that mission is so big and so rooted in you um, that's the type of thing that keeps you going and keeps you in that 1% of the businesses succeeding. Once you know that you're doing it for the right reasons, my next, and this is so too often overlooked, especially um, in the kind of the, the micro business arena, is validate your idea. Too many women, people, um, have, a, have a business idea and think it's a really, really cool idea. They love it. It excites them. Therefore, it's going to excite the world. And they put money and time and effort into building something. And they press launch and like tumbleweed rolls on by. And then they get all disheartened and, and feel terrible. So, yeah, 
validate it, do your market research. We're living in a time now where you can go onto your phone and access millions of people through Facebook and Twitter and things like that. So it's never been easier to, to reach the people that you want to potentially do business with one day. So know your why, validate it, and then the rest is relatively not easy, but the information is, is out there for actual building of a business. But you need those strong foundations before you do anything on top of it. Which is so very true and so very important. So what is the plan for the next five years? Where are you taking Mothers of Enterprise? Oh, that's a, that's a big, big question. Um, so we are being posted to Cyprus um, at the end of July slash first week of August. So I will be officially embarking laptop lifestyle on the beach. Um, and the plan is to keep developing our digital courses. Um, so our next course coming up is a um, an organization and productivity course. Um, again, still in the process or still in within the, the scope of laying the foundations for the entrepreneur like you can't go into business as a busy overwhelmed mum, and then like your house and how you running your life is total chaos because if you add a business into that it's just going to be total overwhelm and then from there we're going into branding and seo and um, raising investment uh, web design all those wonderful different kind of the actual um nuts and bolts of building a business um, and we're going to be releasing them one by one um, and then eventually putting them all together in kind of a hand-holding step-by-step create and launch business school which I'm hoping will be around the next 12 months but I totally underestimate the time it takes to build and create digital courses especially when you're doing it with other business and, and children around so yeah I'm not putting a too harsh a time stamp on me with the with the move coming up so what we are going to hopefully doing because I will be in Cyprus um, and not readily available in the UK anymore um, is to create some sort of a virtual summit so again to help those poor women who can't get out the house or can't or who are up in Lossy and can't get down to to Southampton for a um, for a conference or anything like that is get these industry experts in and do and, and host a, a sort of yeah a virtual summit that you can access anytime from anywhere and obviously something easy for me to host from the sunny beach of Cyprus and then my biggest goal and I, I like to put this out there and tell the world because it holds me accountable is I really really want to write a book kind of a book outlining the steps for for mums just to kind of step up believe in themselves and kind of create that conquering mindset um, that they can achieve and do amazing things despite having their life kind of owned by children all their life owned by being a military spouse and realizing that you can still conquer and do amazing spectacular things with your life and just kind of yeah opening that realization up for women so that's my my big goal for the next couple of two to three years oh I love it that's so exciting you've got to have big goals to um aim for um little tiny Absolutely. steps along the way but yeah big goals love it and I'm sure loads of us will be checking out because um we just need the tools to be able to build businesses and make them amazing so it's really exciting so it's the end but before you leave I drag you through the quick fire questions I'm afraid <sighs> okay are you ready, are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> the first one is who would you most like to hear from on the independent spouse podcast oh my goodness there are so many spectacular military mums or just military people in business but one person I find exceptionally um inspiring um and I forget his last name so forgive me it's Alex and he runs Fuel 10k breakfast brand which is stopped everywhere and yeah I just he was actually the heropreneur of the of the year at the heropreneur awards last year yeah I just find it absolutely amazing that someone with a military background has created a 
a food brand and and take it nationwide into sort of every supermarket. I think it's yeah, it's an amazing story that I would love to learn from. Yeah, and really interesting because that's got to be a tough tough thing to do. Absolutely. Um, so the second one is um, that the independent spouse is all about inspiring people and the positives of military life. So how do you stay inspired? Oh wow. I I have my my routines and my systems um, that keep me on track. So again, it's having that kind of those big goals for the future. And within even our mindset course, I teach every single day you need to visualize that that end goal, that kind of ultimate lifestyle or achievement or accolade, whatever it is. You need to constantly take yourself through it if it's happening to you in your mind. And for me, that's like we've got this amazing dream of building our perfect house near the beach. And so I walk around that house on a daily basis, do my little visualization techniques. Um, and that honestly, it gives me that little push because it reminds me why I'm working so hard that I can provide that for my family one day. And that coupled with, like I said earlier, getting that feedback from women going, this has really changed my life. This has really impacted me. This has changed my business completely. I'm so much happier. That is just a constant daily injection of inspiration for me just to keep going and keep pushing on and, and keep challenging myself to create better and better content to get more emails and messages like that every day. Yeah, I do that too. I also have my end goal, which involves lavender up a path back at home oh. in Bath. We're our forever home, which is, I think I've got 20 years of military service my husband has until I get my forever home. Oh, Not wow. that I'm counting every <laughs> <laughs> The next one is, what do you wish you'd known before you started? Oh, wow. I wish I knew the power of mindset. And that sounds a bit cheesy and a bit like I'm plugging my own courses. I started my first company when I was 19 and I went in not knowing what I was doing. Thankfully, through stumbling, I managed to make it a success. But I just wish someone came to me and said, if you can just kind of hone your thoughts in a little bit and expect it to go well and gave me the tools on how to do that and how to... Um, yeah, expect greatness and, and assume every day can be amazing and, and kind of how to attract those clients and attract opportunities, I would have fast-tracked my route to success very, very quickly or much more quickly than I did. So yeah, it's, it's definitely understanding that your thoughts and your intentions really, really do shape your life and shape your business. So getting that right from day one will totally change the trajectory and speed of, of how your business progresses. Yeah, it does. It makes such a difference. So the last one is, what would you tell a military partner who wants to start their own business? Oh, my goodness. That's, a, that's also a big question, Jess. You're killing me. Again, it's the same kind of tips I gave earlier, like know your why as to why you're doing it and validate it. But something actually advice I gave yesterday to someone was, does this business that you're thinking of starting, does it honestly fit your lifestyle? Like I see spouses here start businesses and the hubby comes home with a surprise posting going, here's an assignment order, we leave in six weeks. And they're like, oh, but I've just started this location cake making business, for example. Like you need to make sure that what you're starting is actually a feasible, sustainable business, knowing your lifestyle. Like it's one thing having a cool business idea and even validating it and knowing the market wants it, but can that move around with you? Can you pack it up and take it to a new location and keep going? Or are you going to have to have a scratch again? Because starting a company from scratch or especially a service-based business from scratch every potentially two years or less, it's it'll be forever draining. So my advice for sort of military or not is kind of look 
down sort of the the time tunnel a year and see what that business looks like, assuming it is, is a success. And does it allow for moving? Does it allow for you to be home with your kids? Does it allow for you to take weekends off? Does it allow for you not to have to work every single day for 10 hours a day? So often we build businesses that we think are really, really good idea and it kind of excites us. And then a year or two down the line, we're in a job essentially that we're trapped by and even worse than a job because you can't get out of it because the whole thing relies on you. And so it's so important to kind of know what actually, what you want out of your business and make sure the business fits into your life rather than your life fitting into a business. So I've been there and it's really, really horrible when you think, I can't call in sick today. Like my business needs me to show up and I have to try and work this around my two-year-old's naps and, and preschool pickups and all that kind of a thing. Yeah, just make sure that it fits your idea of a good, healthy, balanced, fulfilling lifestyle and not the other way around. Yeah, because the worst thing you want to do is end up not enjoying it because Absolutely. You're, you're doing that, you might as well just go out and get a job and work for the man and feel miserable doing that rather than doing it for yourself with all the risk. Um, Absolutely, and creating your own misery. And if you're doing it every day, you've got to love it because... Um, oh, totally. You're doing, and you, you're worthy of so much more. So yeah, I think that's really important. So thank you so much for that bit of advice, which sadly brings us to the end, which is a shame because it's been so wonderful talking to you and you've got so many great insights. So if I want to follow you or join your community, where can I find you? We are everywhere um, at Mothers of Enterprise. So on Instagram, um, on Facebook, mothersofenterprise.com. If you go onto our website, you can see all the different various business freebies we have there and downloads. Also a link to our free mindset course if you go on to facebook and just type in mothers of enterprise society you will see our facebook group and yeah you can join we'll let you in uh, say mother or not we're not we haven't got a, a how many children do you have and show us your birth certificate before you before you join so yeah anyone and everyone's welcome um in the mo society as we call it because mothers of enterprise is a mouthful um so yeah come along we'd love to have you in there oh and join it everybody join it because there's so much great content um and it will really help Susie, it's been so lovely having a good old chat with you. You are so very busy, but so very inspirational. Well done with everything you're doing. Enjoy that beach. You have deserved it. Um, (laughs) And thank you so much for talking to me. Oh, yes, thank you. Honestly, I've been listening to your podcast ever since you started. So it's it's a great honour too to be on here myself. Oh, a huge thank you to Susie again for sharing those insights into your business and your busy life. I really would recommend everybody going to check out Mothers of Enterprise. It is full of amazing stuff um, and it will really help you stay inspired and motivated in your business. So next week I will be back with probably one of the most inspirational episodes that I have done so far. It's with my lovely pal Jodie who is just finished swimming the channel it's a brilliant episode it is so inspirational and i really recommend subscribing so that you get to hear it first and while you're there i would love it if you could leave a little review on apple podcasts on spotify on soundcloud or wherever you find this podcast series it really helps share the stories of these amazing armed forces spouses and partners and it means that more lovely people like you get to hear them So I will be back next week with another inspiring episode and I will see you then.